Welcome to Meaning Over Money, a different kind of financial podcast where money is never about money. Welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are so excited to have you here. We hope you're having an awesome week. And regardless of when you're listening to this, we hope it adds value to your journey. And if it does add value, it would mean the world to us. If you would share with a friend or if you listen on Apple to rate or review our show, it makes a big difference. Every year I teach a money class for high school kids. In one of these lessons, I always ask the question, it's about careers and in, in our calling and in, in what do we want to do down the road when we're an adult? And I always ask the question, I always say, hey, it's okay if you don't know the answer, but do you know what you want to do when you grow up? Do you know what career you want? And, and you always get all the, all the different answers. And I love these answers. I always love this question because it's always cool to hear the kids' dreams and hear where their heart is at when you're 15, 16, 17 years old. And one year, I remember there was this young lady. We got to her, and she says, I want to stay at home and be a mom. And there was kind of silence around the circle, and there was a couple snickers from a few people. And that's when I realized even the stigma of somebody wanting to stay at home had reached all the way down to teenagers which is weird because some of their parents stay home. But we live in this society that puts a stigma on being a stay-at-home parent. And the truth, and I, I, maybe I didn't know the truth before. Uh, I do now. I have twin, almost five-year-old boys, and my wife stays at home. The truth is, that may be the hardest job in the entire world. It may be one of the hardest, if not the hardest job in the entire world. Um, it doesn't pay well, but it is hard. It's exhausting, it's demanding, and it's rewarding. And so, first thing I want to talk about here, and I want to get, get the elephant out in the open. Am I saying that a parent should or should not stay at home? I am not. And some are going to say I'm not qualified to even talk about it because typically this is a, a female decision. Typically, stay-at-home mom, though I work with stay-at-home dads as well. So I think some people are going to say, Travis, why do you have any credibility on this topic? And so I just want to say, I'm not speaking from whether I believe a, a, a wife or a husband should or should not stay at home. Here's where I land on that. If somebody wants to stay home, they should stay home. And if they don't want to stay home, they should not stay home. And I have clients ask me all the time, Travis, should... I stay home. Travis, should my wife stay home? And I always say, I don't know. Let's ask her. What do you think? Because it's not about right or wrong. It's about how are you wired? What's your calling? Where's your heart at? Because I know a lot of women that say they have zero desire to stay at home with their kids. And that is cool. And I know lots of women that say they deeply desire to stay at home with their kids. And that's cool too. And so I want to say that before we jump into this, that this isn't about whether I think you should or shouldn't. That's a personal decision. In fact, it's a deeply personal decision between that person and, and their spouse. But we have a problem in our society. We structure our life in such a way that often it's not possible for parents to stay home with kids. Often, we need both people to work. 
And so we're going to unpack that a little bit, but that's a reality that we have in our society. That we have built our life around the need for a two-income household. And I also should add, I'm talking about couples here. I'm not talking about a single mom or a single dad. That's a totally different boat. That's a different conversation. We're talking about a family married couple with children making this decision. One income or two incomes. Stay at home, not stay at home. So first, I'm going to start with a story. And I shared this story in our Meaning Over Money course. And I should also add, this family gave me permission to share the story because it is a personal story. I Many years ago, I had a woman reach out to me. And she confided in me that her husband makes $300,000 a year. Yeah, sweet job. Amazing job. He makes three hundred grand. And she also has a good job. She makes 100000 a year. So he makes three hundred. she makes a hundred. They combine for $400,000, almost a half million dollars a year. Now, she liked her job, but her dream was to stay at home. She had two little kids at the time. She, her dream was to stay at home with these kids. All she ever wanted to do was stay at home with these kids. And she was explaining this to me. And then all of a sudden she began to cry. And it wasn't like this, like tear rolling down her eyes. Like this was like an ugly cry. This was a deeply painful cry. And she told me they couldn't afford for her to stay at home with their kids. Her husband's $300,000 salary wasn't enough to make ends meet on its own. So instead of Her living out her dream of staying at home with her kids, she had to put her kids in daycare and she had to go make her $100,000 so that their $400,000 income could pay the bills. And I can still picture her face as she's sharing this with me. It was embarrassing to her. It was frustrating. She had anger. She had resentment. She had guilt. But mostly she had sadness. And that, that shakes me up. Every time I even think about that story, it shakes me up a little bit because of just how much pain there was in that. So here's one thing I want to say. Staying at home is always a choice. It's always a choice. Whether we choose to stay at home or not stay at home, that's always a choice. We don't view it as a choice in our culture. We view ourselves as a victim of a reality that we constructed, by the way, but we're a victim of this reality, of our culture, of our society. But staying at home is always a choice. And not making a choice is still a choice. Not choosing to go home to be with your kids, that's still a choice. You're still making a choice. And this choice, as I call it, and I genuinely believe this, requires a lot of sacrifice and discipline. It may require the working spouse to find extra income. Maybe that's a second job. Maybe that's more hours. I don't know. But that working spouse may need to step it up to bridge some gap there. Maybe that stay-at-home spouse, maybe they need to do some part-time stuff to bridge the income gap. Maybe that means the family needs to travel less. So instead of two trips a year, maybe you take one trip a year or you take different trips. Maybe that means we need to budget better. But I think everybody should do that actually anyway. 
but maybe we need to budget better. We need to be more intentional with the income that we do have. Because when we budget, we are better with our money. It goes further. It goes to where it needs to go and where we want it to go. Maybe we need different cars. Maybe if we want to make this thing happen, we need different cars. Maybe we need to pay off some debt. We might have some debt payments hanging over our heads that are, requ are requiring more income. So if we can get out of this debt for whatever way possible, maybe that's what will do it. Or maybe you need to downsize your home. Yeah, maybe we need to, maybe we need to leave the home that we live in and live somewhere else. And that may seem like an extreme route to go, but this is an extreme decision. This is an important decision. And again, as a reminder, I'm not talking about whether you should or shouldn't. I'm saying if you have a deep desire to do this, we need to be really serious about what we're willing to sacrifice to make it happen. After all, if this is that important, we need to consider that. And so if you, if you, if you heard me say, downsize your home so that you can stay at home with your kids. If you, think, if you think that is too extreme and that's a ridiculous way to approach it, then what that tells me, because this is a choice, you are choosing that home over staying at home with your kids. You are prioritizing a house, a lifestyle over staying at home with your kids. And this is a topic that has always been near and dear to my heart. It's coming up a lot. I've seen people talk about it in Facebook comments to some of my posts. I have clients ask me about it all the time, which makes sense. I, I work with a lot of young people, and young people are starting to have kids. They're into their careers, and they're starting to have kids, and they're starting to ask these questions. And a lot of times, these are people that never thought they'd want to stay at home, but something happens sometimes when we have a baby. Something changes in us. And so... We may think we know what our reality is, but all of a sudden, things change. And so I'm seeing this a lot. I'm seeing it on social media. I'm seeing it on, on people that I follow in my circles that are, that are exploring this idea of staying at home. Should I? Shouldn't I? The stigma around it, the blessings of it. And this was something that my wife and I talked about even, I think, as, as early as our second date. We talked about her deep desire to someday stay at home with kids. And that was actually my desire. I actually wanted to find a partner who, who aspired to stay at home with kids. I really wanted that. And I remember when my wife and I, we were in all this debt. We were in 236,000 of debt. And we were talking about getting out of this debt. And, and I always stress the importance of, it's not about the debt, it's about the bigger meaning. It's about the bigger purpose, about the why. And Sarah's why, Sarah's big purpose in all of this was she wanted to stay home with kids someday. And kids weren't even a, a twinkle in her eye at that point, but she knew she wanted to stay at home. So as we looked at that debt, we said, we want to pay off the debt because we want Sarah to stay home with kids. And so we did. Every decision we made, that was partially a reason. And for her, it was a big reason. And it's amazing what sacrifices we can make if we know that we get to accomplish the things that are the most important to us. So back to this couple, this couple that he made 300000 she made 100000 I actually did meet with them. I met with the husband and the wife. 
And, and I walked through some of their options, the options I mentioned above, you know, the things that I talked about, you know, changing cars, changing houses, budgeting better, maybe making different trips. Like we talked, we talked about all those different options contextually with their life. And ultimately, they weren't willing to make changes to make this happen. And here's the crazy part. It wasn't just him. She wasn't willing to do it. The idea of having a smaller house, less travel, less fancy cars was too big of a sacrifice for her to live out her dream. And even in that conversation, she got very emotional that her dream was, was she was watching her dream die. And I pointed out, I said, you are selling your dream for your cars, for your trips, and for your house. And yet they couldn't let go of those things. They couldn't let go of the lifestyle. It was too big of a sacrifice to do the one thing she cared most about. And that was, a, that was kind of a, an awakening for me of, holy cow, our culture, the way we do things, the lifestyle, the titles, the status, it has such a grip on us. So much so that this woman was willingly giving up her dream for stuff. And ultimately, I'm okay with their choice because it's their choice. My job isn't to tell people what to do. My, my job is to show people their options and then walk alongside of them however they get there. But notice how it's still a choice. They couldn't technically, quote unquote, afford for her to stay home, but they're making the choice for her to continue working. That, that is still a choice because the other choice would involve some other sacrifices to make that thing happen. Now, a common counter-argument to this is, well, Travis, I don't make $300,000, so we don't have this option. We don't have the choice, Travis. I don't make $300,000, but it's still a choice. I have clients that make $50,000 a year, $50,000, $55,000 a year, and one spouse stays at home with the kids. 50. And so people look at them and they're like, they're confused. People are confused. How do you do that? How can you do that? They do because they make a lot of choices to make that priority come true. And it depends on how bad you want it. And I would say for those families that make 50 grand, they want it. And I look back at, at, at our life now, and, and I've talked about this a lot, but my wife and I, we took a 90% pay cut for me to shift my career to do what I do now. And I'll tell you, that was hard. It was hard to take a 90% pay cut and have a single income and have Sarah stay at home with our two boys. That was so unbelievably, unbelievably hard. It wasn't easy. It's not easy. Even today, it's not easy. But it's worth it. It's always worth it. I've actually never heard anybody come back and say, you know what, Travis, I really regret staying at home with my kids, or I really regret my wife staying at home, or I regret my husband staying at home with our kids. I've never actually ever heard that once. Now, there's probably some examples out there, but I've never heard that. But I've heard a lot the other way around. I've heard a lot of, I wish I would have stayed at home with them instead of making all this more money. I've heard that a lot. I've heard a lot of regret around that. So, when you're in your own marriage, in your own relationship, 
Don't ask the question, can we afford it? That's an unfair question. That's a loaded question. That's assuming you've already lost. Instead of asking, can we afford it? Let's ask, how important is it to us? Because it might not be important. For some couples, it might be, yeah, if it works, it'd be, it'd be kind of cool to do it. For others, it might be, it's not important at all. In fact, I don't want to stay at home. I, I don't want to stay at home. And for some couples, they'll say, it is so deeply and profoundly important. And if that's the answer, the next question is not, can we afford it? It's, how can we afford it? Because we can afford it, but we have to make choices to make that happen. We have to figure out where do we make the math work for the spouse to stay at home, the other spouse to work, and to make the, the expenses and the income work out. How do you make the budget work out? And so that's my encouragement. If you deeply want that, don't ask, can I afford it? Ask, how can I afford it? And figure out how important is it to you? And if it's that important, then it should be easy to sacrifice the things that are less important. And so that's my encouragement to you. I hope it gives you something to think about. I hope you have some really productive conversations in your household because I think these conversations matter. I think they're important. I think our kids are, are the most important thing in our family. And so we deserve to have the conversation. And however you decide in your own family to handle it, that's awesome. But it's always a decision and it's always a choice. If you'd like to connect with us outside of the podcast, we would love to hear from you. If you have questions, you have feedback, did you like this episode? Did you not like this episode? We love the feedback, whether it's good or bad. Um, you can find us on Instagram, Meaning Over Money. You can find me, Travis Shelton, on Instagram. You can find us on YouTube. And of course, you can find our financial course, Meaning Over Money, where we teach young adults how to live for the meaning and not for the money. And that's at meaningover.money. And as a podcast listener, please don't pay full price. If you would like to buy a course from us, we have a promo code. You can get 25% off by using the code podcast 25 podcast 25. And for some of you, that next step, it might be a good step. But for others, if you just want to keep listening to the podcast, we are so glad that you're here and we hope this continues to add value to your journey. Take care, guys. 